Welcome to Well Within Reach, an MTS therapy and wellness podcast. MTS Therapy and Wellness is an independently, locally owned company by a group of therapists with a home base in Lafayette, Louisiana, since 1983. The company was started by maverick physical therapists for their time, who had a desire to treat patients from a holistic perspective. The company is now led by a group of individuals who are bonded together by their same idea from 30 years ago, treating people wholly through the common disciplines of physical, occupational, and speech therapy. We share a common desire to treat our clients and our team through mind, body, and spirit. Our tribe of professionals have come together to form a perfect storm of therapy know-how and personal growth cravings. As a rapidly growing company, we are always looking to expand our footprint and our tribe. Our goal is to help people on their journey toward the best self. The goal of this podcast is to share information that we find important and interesting as we navigate the world of therapy, business, and leadership. Your goals are well within reach. We are here to help. And today I would like to welcome today's podcast guest, Mr. Steve Habits. Hey, JD. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you're a busy man uh, with many of the things that you do uh, in the professional realm. So I appreciate you taking the time out uh, to talk to our listeners today on the podcast. I want to just start with a brief introduction, allow you to uh, tell the audience members a little bit about yourself and who you are. All right. Well, like JD said, I'm uh, <clears throat> my name's Steve Habits. I'm uh, currently uh, have the pleasure of serving as the clinical director of therapy services uh, at Abram Kaplan Hospital, which is uh, one of our hospital-based clinics that uh, is both an inpatient and outpatient uh, setting. Um, I grew up locally in Lafayette, Louisiana, and uh, Moved away for college, but quickly returned to the to the Lafayette area uh, shortly after uh, starting my family. Um, currently married with two kids. I have a freshman and an eighth grader, so so two teenagers. So dealing with the the pressures of family life and teenage years. Um, when I'm when I'm off work and relaxing, I like to like to be in the outdoors, hunting, fishing, doing yard work, and I like to fiddle. I have a lot of DIY projects and like to do some Mr. Fix-It things to, to occupy my time and help problem solving. Definitely, as you can see, Steve, a local guy and a family man and definitely likes to enjoy many hobbies out there, including do-it-yourself projects and being in the outdoors. Uh, thanks for that introduction, Steve. And we're going to move on to a little bit of your background. Can you start by just telling us a little bit about your educational background as well as your background from a clinical setting? All right. Um, well, I, uh, I graduated college from uh, Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge uh, and, and went on to my therapy uh, training at Columbia University in New York City um, for my physical therapy. I got a master's in physical therapy. Um, right after that, I uh, was under the guidance of one of my instructors that, that really led me uh, into pediatrics, or actually when I started out as a physical therapist, uh, I moved to Houston and started work at a uh, Texas Children's Hospital, which is a, a well-known pediatric uh, hospital in, in the Houston area. And, uh, really, it was a multi-specialty center, uh, had a lot of diverse experience and great exposure to a wide variety of, uh, of not only diagnosis, um, but inpatient, outpatient, so acute care as well as outpatient. Um, 
from that, I, I, I got a sense and realized pretty quickly that uh, I, I went through therapy school but needed more of a business sense. So I, at that point, I then returned back to school for uh, in, the, in the Houston area and, and got my master's in healthcare administration um, and completed that uh, while I was living in Houston. Um, over the course of my career, I've really been involved in, in the majority of the different aspects in clinical settings within therapy, uh, whether it be outpatient therapy, home health setting. Uh, I was also a program director for an inpatient rehab facility here locally as well. Um, and, and really, I've uh, kind of tended to be drawn more to that hospital-based acute care setting over the course of my uh, career. However, uh, I do have that diverse experience, and, and I have had uh, several years in the leader, in, in various administrative and leadership roles as well. Obviously, a wide variety, both in the clinical setting and in the healthcare leadership setting. You, local guy, but you seem to travel a little bit. Columbia University is a long way from South Louisiana. Um, just dive a little bit in. How'd you find that? Was it something that you wanted to travel? Did you have some family up there? Um, how'd you find Columbia University from a physical therapy standpoint? <laughs> I, I really think Columbia found me, actually. Uh, I, uh, I didn't know not one person that lived in New York. Uh, my parents dropped me off uh, in New York City, and um, and actually the first weekend I ate every meal at a McDonald's because I didn't know anybody and didn't know where to go and, and those kind of things. But uh, really the way that kind of guided me there is, is when I got into therapy, it was a transition year, especially locally between a bachelor's degree and a master's degree program. Um, and fortunately, Columbia was one of the programs that had a long established master's program where as the local uh, physical therapy school LSU was just in a transition year so uh, I had a professor at LSU that kind of guided me and, and really pushed me to um, and challenged me to expand my horizon and, and go outside of the local community to try and and see what I could you know what kind of schools I could get into and Columbia was a, a highly ranked program at the time and had had that long history uh, and had pretty much had it set for, for I think, 40 years, you know, whereas the local ones were just transitioning. So uh, it kind of it kind of guided me in that direction. And uh, I think I think with my parents parents oversight and guidance kind of kind of led me there. Um, but but yeah, I went. I didn't know a soul. I, I had no relatives. I, my parents dropped me off and and left, and I was I was there by myself for for quite a while, getting getting used to the environment, getting used to to being on my own. So, I'm sure a daunting experience for a young gentleman from South Louisiana to go into a setting where he doesn't know. But uh, as you can tell, I'm, I know it has served Steve well in his life. Uh, the experiences that he has he has met there. Um, so. Great story for you listeners out there to understand a little bit of the background of physical therapy profession. It, it did start out as a, as a bachelor's degree and transition to a master's and then most recently transitioned to a doctor degree. So as we bring on various podcast guests to Well Within Reach, uh, you will see different training levels uh, and, and different individuals talk about different transitional programs uh, that Steve just referred to that he had completed uh, at the at Columbia University in New York. As Steve mentioned, uh, he definitely... Um, 
leans toward an inpatient rehab setting, and he, he spoke about his leadership and his master's in health administration. Uh, we're going to move on to a little bit of his specialty area. So I just want you to spend a little bit of time talking about any specialty training certifications you have or uh, anything that you find that, that you do that kind of separates you in the inpatient world uh, from uh, other colleagues uh, that, that you are around. Um, really, I, I see my uh, return to school and getting the master's in healthcare administration as really my uh, my specialty and really an advantage, uh, along with the fact of having practiced in the whole spectrum of care from a from a post acute immediate uh, immediate post op or, or acute care setting all the way through to outpatient therapy. I think having that uh, understanding and that awareness of the the full continuum of care has really served me well and and helped me to uh, prepare, educate uh, any patients that I have in contact, but also, also to empathize with uh, what some of the patients are going through and how to prepare them for different steps along the way, knowing that a lot of times recovery, especially on the inpatient side, it's just the beginning. It's the beginning of a journey of recovery for a lot of these patients to uh, and to be able to educate and, and give them awareness to prepare them for the next steps down the road, I think really uh, has allowed me to, to make a difference with them and I think sets me apart uh, from somebody that may have just stuck in one area for their whole career and focused on that area. But to have that, have that diversity has really, has really benefited me. Most definitely. And I think you've taken a path that I've, I've heard a lot of young professionals talk about uh, and, and a, a lot of times young professionals may not know uh, the specific healthcare administration path. So if you could just spend a little bit of time talking about um, when you receive that degree, what what opportunities or what paths have it op that, that it has opened you for uh, compared to a clinical setting that, that um, individuals may not have an opportunity to go into if they don't have the healthcare administration degree? Okay. Um... Well, just to, just as a little bit of background, I, I realized uh, I was very clinically based, um, and in the world of healthcare these days, with the the changes in insurance and reimbursements, and looking at uh, the business side of therapy, uh, really physical therapy school, I didn't find gave me that that foundation from a business perspective. Um, so really going through the healthcare administration program allowed me to have that exposure of uh, having some understanding of, of structure, structures of organizations, how to build teams, how to, how to connect and work through teams, um, as well as um, the, the financial aspects, how to read an income statement. So having that ability to... Uh, look at a financial statement, uh, budgeting, um, and being able to make decisions to, uh, for long-term planning. So forecasting, uh, looking at development of an organization. And I think those are uh, critical skills in anticipating and trying to make appropriate decisions as we move forward and look ahead. Um, while, you know, while regulatory changes happen, uh, without much notice sometimes and without us uh, being in control, we can we can kind of look at things in different ways and and make decisions in preparation for how we think how we think things may may play out. Um, and I, I really feel that 
this has led me into more of a leadership position. This has opened some doors in getting into the administrative areas and, and those various leadership roles that I've, that I've had that have had the requirement of understanding the business side of things, the forecasting, the budgeting, uh, people development, uh, that, that was really a focus of, of my healthcare administration program. Definitely. I think that's some definitely good advice for uh, the listeners out there that are looking to take uh, uh, additional track in their training. Uh, moving on to speak a little bit about mentors, and I know uh, in the personal and the professional fields that we're in, we are definitely dependent on uh, mentors to guide us. So who, who has been some of the biggest, men, uh, biggest influences that you've had in your personal and professional growth? Um, really, I got to say my dad, as far as personal growth, um, I was, uh, lucky or unlucky to, to be the son of an engineer farmer that, uh, that grew up with a, a strong work ethic, uh, attention to detail, uh, but, but really taught me those qualities of, of everybody's the same. Nobody is, everybody's equal. Um, you can control the effort you put in and the hard work that you, you apply to things uh, and really gave me that pride of, of quality and work, whether it be patient care, whether it be uh, the, you know, the do-it-yourself projects I was talking about, but also looking at the problem solving. Um, and then I really, the first manager that I had at Texas Children's was a, was a very big mentor to me from a, uh, from a professional um, professional role in that uh, really really pushed me in in two ways. Number one, for going back to school and getting my MHA, I think she saw in me something that that I could expand on. But but then also pushing me into different realms. Like I said, my first job was in an acute care hospital, pediatrics, but there was a lot of different clinical experiences that I was able to get uh, and really pushed me to, to develop uh, in those different areas and to, to really be um, a jack of all trades uh, from a therapy perspective, but also how to, how to treat people, how to interact with, uh, with those patients and really, really to make therapy fun. Uh, but at the same time, engaging with the, the patients and offering hope. So I think those are the big things that I carry from, uh, from both my personal and, and professional uh, mentors right now. All right. Thanks for sharing that with us. And I want to speak a little bit about some of your experiences in the clinical setting and talk about some memorable moments. So uh, take a time and just describe a special moment that you've experienced in your clinical practice in the field of PT. Um, patient specific you're looking for or generalizations? Or? Yeah, it could be, it, it could be, uh, if it's patient specific, just remember the HIPAA guidelines, uh, yeah. for protection, but it can be something in general that you're like, man, I look back on, on this time in my career and this was something special, or it can be a, a specific patient, anything that you would like to, that you look back on in your career right now and say, man, that was a special time or a special moment. Okay. Um, I think a few things. I, I think um, obviously I have fond memories of, of my first. Uh, really, I was I was at Texas Children's for ten years. I had a I had an exceptional amount of growth in that in that time frame uh, in the types of patients that I worked with. I was involved in some uh, published research projects, uh, and that's also where I attained my uh, 
advanced, you know, the master's degree in healthcare administration and moved into a, a more of a leadership role. Um, but really from a, from a patient care standpoint, um, really just looking back and, and, and thinking about all the times that I was able to uh, make connections with patients and provide them with hope in a, in a otherwise uh, situation where they may have lost some of that hope and, and to be able to gain, uh, gain their confidence in, in what I was getting them to do and wanting them to do and, and being able to bring them to a point where they, they had a little bit of hope left that I think specifically about a patient really just recently within the last several months um, who had gone through uh, several abdominal surgeries and had lost extensive amount of weight, uh, muscle wasting, had been in bed for upwards of uh, a month um, and was really withdrawn and, and just through the personal interactions and uh, discussions, I was able to form a connection with him and, and over the course of uh, the next three weeks of working with him twice a day in a, in a hospital setting, um, I was able to make that connection and show that small improvement and build on every little kind of baby step each day uh, to the point where he was able to go home and, and we set personal goals of, uh, of him being able to drive again so he could go to his grandkids' baseball games and, and then to have him actually return to visit and, and let me know that those things were taking place was um, is just one of those things that, that makes you feel good, like you've, you've made an impact. Definitely some, some big moments in your career there. Um, a lot of times as professionals, we want to talk about the, the good moments, but uh, sometimes we, we want to skip over some of the, the hard moments. I just want to ask you real quickly, um, what are some of the hardest days that you've experienced as a therapist in your career, um, whether one specific or it was a, a realm of time that you were going through? Uh, but just give us a little bit of personal experience on how the physical therapy profession can be can be hard uh, from your perspective. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, sometimes you, you need the good to, to, to fill you back up and to balance out uh, when you have those bad days. I, you know, I think really off the top of my head, two, two main, main points of when I have, I end up having uh, difficult days. One is uh, obviously on the acute setting, inpatient setting, hospital-based setting is, uh, is really when you're working with a patient and they're making those gains and then they have a quick uh, medical change um, where their, their medical status uh, turns for the worse um, and, and all those gains that you've been working for, that hope you've been building up, uh, may get swept away uh, in a moment's notice. And it's uh, sometimes you're able to recover and build back, but other times there's uh, there's just a medical downturn that that they don't recover from. So, so obviously those are those are difficult times. Um, the other is really I find. I really like that personal connection and I struggle with, uh, with, with sometimes not being able to make that personal connection. Sometimes when uh, patients are self-limiting or in such a, uh, such a deep state that I can't, I can't break through and I can't, uh, I can't give them that hope again and, and 
or, or they're not accepting of, uh, of the hope that I'm trying to give and the training I'm trying to give. Uh, those, those are the, the major challenges that I, I struggle with. Um, sometimes a couple times a week, sometimes daily, it, you know, it balances out and it's kind of speckled and scattered throughout, throughout the experiences I've had. Definitely some great feedback there with Steve sharing some of his memorable moments, as well as some of the challenges that you can face in the field of physical therapy. We spent a lot of time in this podcast so far talking about Steve's past, his background, his current present certifications and how he treats patients. Now I want to turn and kind of take a look at the future a little bit and just ask Steve, what are you excited about moving forward in, in the next year, in the next five years, uh, whether it be from a personal standpoint or a professional standpoint, what are some things that excite you and keep you motivated and going forward? Um, really, despite being hard, I, I think all the changes, especially now, uh, with the advent of, of the new technology advances that are, that are coming out and getting pushed out at a rapid pace. I think uh, the ability to connect and connect on different levels and uh, have different uh, avenues to connect with patients is, is ever changing. Uh, I look at the world of telehealth uh, and also um, some, of the, some of the advances that are being made in robotics when you look at uh, neurological patients or or the the ability of virtual reality for for some training uh, opportunities not only for clinical staff but also for patients of, of setting expectations or for them to visualize uh, those successes that we so so often want our patients to uh, to get just just looking at how can we harness harness these advances um, and finding a way to maintain that personal touch and personal connection and, and really the art form uh, that many of us as therapists, that, that human connection, that art form of, of developing that relationship and, and advancing the patient, that's, that's what excites me and that's what kind of I, I look forward to and I look forward to those challenges down the road. Definitely, like, like Steve has mentioned, uh, the physical therapy profession is constantly changing and evolving and we're seeing many changes uh, with regards to telehealth, you mentioned virtual reality uh, options as rehabilitation exercises. So we look forward to uh, going into more detail uh, in those topics in some future podcast episodes. Excellent things that, that excite Steve about the future and excites many of our staff here at MTS about moving forward. Also want to spend a little bit of time on legacy. And I know sometimes it's tough to, to get into this question, but uh, in some of the podcasts that I follow, they ask this question. And I think it's a, a, a pointed question, but a good one to hear. Um, and I always like to ask our guests, when all is said and done, what do you want to be remembered for uh, from a pr professional or personal standpoint? Or what will the last paragraph of your story sound like uh, when, is all, when everything is all said and done? I, I really think I, I, I want to be remembered for, and I think I've been put here uh, as a servant to others. I, you know, um, really that I've uh, either in a leadership role or as a as a clinical provider, being a servant to others, offering hope. Um, you know, I, I think the the next paragraph of my story is in developing training and growing others, uh, being of ser of service to others. And and I think my last sentence is uh, I want to be remembered as a. a loving, caring, father, husband, friend who, who spent my life in service to others. Um, that, that's really the gist of, of what I'm about. Yeah. 
definitely demonstrating the, all the attributes of being a servant leader. I appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing some of that information with us. As we come to a close, I just want to give you an opportunity uh, in the conclusion just to share anything uh, that we may not have covered or anything that you want to expand on. And then also in wrapping up, kind of give our listeners your calling card. Uh, how can they reach you, whether by phone or by email? Uh, just give them a little bit about yourself and anything that you would want to wrap up that we then cover in this uh, episode. Um, really, the, the primary thing is, you know, just return to that service to others and, and realizing that um, we have a chance, we have a responsibility as uh, as those who interact with people, not, not just as a therapist interacting with patients, but that we have a, uh, an ability to, to have a positive impact, uh, whether it be something that we think is small, a smile, a, a pat on the back, a, a compliment to, to really have a moment to make a change for the better and to offer that hope uh, that we all have that. Um, I'd be more than happy to to talk with anybody that may have questions. They can contact me via email at srhabetz at lgh.org, uh, or can also uh, give a call to our uh, therapy department here at 337-643-5312. We appreciate you joining us here, Steve. I know, as uh, hopefully many of our listeners have, have noticed, uh, the clinical director at our Abram Kaplan Memorial Hospital setting, uh, definitely a family man, a local man, has an extensive background in healthcare administration and leadership, but ultimately is a servant for our group. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule uh, to join us here today, Steve. Thank you. Thanks, JD. My pleasure. I really appreciate you having me and uh, and being being on this platform. And thanks again for joining us for this episode of Well Within Reach. As a team, we hope that you find what we share here helpful on your journey. Whether you are battling physical issues or looking for kindred folks, we are honored to have the opportunity to connect with you. If you're looking for more information about our company, please visit mtspts.com. If you are looking to join our team, you can find all our career opportunities on our website under the Careers tab. We believe in the power of physical movement along with emotional and spiritual connection. If you have content ideas for our podcast or any feedback, you can reach us at podcast at mtspts.com. If you found value from it, please share it with a friend. Make sure you also subscribe so you get notified each week as a new episode releases. You can subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We would be extremely grateful for that as your reviews help encourage others to listen in. Remember, your best self is well within reach, and so is our next episode. We hope that you will join us then.